Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries Aurora, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. Human beings make promises to one another all the time, and failure and success of most relationships is based on the ability of the individuals to keep their promises. Today, we want to talk about the promise that we have from God of the Holy Ghost and how that impacts our Christian journey. Please enjoy this episode. We have a promise. Has someone ever made a promise to you that they couldn't keep? There was such a level of disappointment in that, no matter how great or small it was, because you was hoping that they would do what they said they would do. And on the contrary, when someone has made you a promise and they kept it, there's a level of joy about that as well because you know you can trust the person and it gives you hope that you can trust them for future promises. Well, our Heavenly Father has made so many promises in His Word to your people, but to His people. But one promise He's made is the promise of the Holy Spirit, which keeps us and reminds us that God is able to do and will do what He said. Today, we're going to take a look at a few scriptures, and the first one is Ephesians 1, chapter 1, and we're going to start at verse 11, and we're going to go through verse 14. We're going to talk about this Holy Spirit of promise that seals us and that key and reminds us what God is going to do for us, and it gives us the hope for now and the future. Let's take a look at verse 11, Ephesians 1, starting at verse 11. In whom also we obtain an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ, in whom he also trusted after that ye had heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance unto the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. Now we see that the Bible says we're sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. The spirit of promise is described as both a seal showing ownership and a pledge pointing to our future and final redemption. So first of all, that seal is like an image. So in that day and time, the king had a signet ring and it had some type of image or on it, and he would put it on the fire and then dip it in wax, and he would press it upon the letter or document document that he was sending. And that document would be a seal that they would know that whatever that king promised, it is sealed by his word, so he's got to keep it. And so, and that bears his image. And, it's, and he's going to have to keep that word. And so what God is showing, what the scripture is showing here, that God sealed us with his Holy Spirit, that we bear the image of the kingdom of God. And we also, when they see that seal, we know that God is going to redeem his people, that God is going to keep every promise that he has made. We must remember that the scripture says in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20, for all the promises of God in him are yea and in him amen unto the glory of God by us. 
So God will keep his promises. And we have the gift of the Holy Spirit that is present with us to remind us what God is going to do. So if we ever lose hope, if we ever dis disheartened, we got to remember we have the Holy Spirit of promise. The joy in the inside of us that remind us that God will keep his word. Now, the Lord promised the Holy Spirit way back in the book of Joel. Let's take a look at that and see what happened. That's Joel chapter 2, verses 28 and 29. Listen to this wonderful promise. And it will come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And all and also upon the service and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit. What Joel said was so big because before this moment in the Old Testament and before the Holy Spirit came, they would have people would have a, a interaction with the Holy Spirit to, go, to fulfill a certain task. The Spirit would follow someone, the anointing would follow someone, and they would be mighty in victory. They would prophesy, they would declare, declare the word of the Lord, they would do matter all matter of things, but it was not a permanent thing. But what God was promising in the book of Job, that now everyone that receives me and follows me will have the spirit of God upon them to be able to do what God has called them to do, to be able to live right, walk right, and declare the kingdom of the Lord. And so this promises that God will always be with us. Let's take a look at the Great Commission. In the Great Commission, which is Matthew 28, 18 through 20, Jesus says this, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Holy Ghost, and teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Now, this is a, it's amazing to me because Jesus is promising to be with them to the end of the world. And if I'm like, if the disciples were like me, they had to be thinking, how are you going to be with us until the end of the world? Because you're leaving. You're telling us you're going back to the Father. So how will you be with us to the end of the world? How will you be with us when we go out here and do and try to declare your word and keep your great commission? How is that possible? Because you're leaving. But this is the promise of the Holy Spirit. That his God, Christ's physical presence was not going to be there, but his God's spirit was going to be with us until the end of the world. That no matter what I was going through, no matter what life was facing me, now I have his ever-present spirit with me. I have his ever-present grace with me. I have his ever-present love with me. I have his ever-present joy with me because I have his Holy Spirit. And not only me, but other believers have it. So all around the world, there are believers that have the Spirit of God upon them. And we can go ye therefore, we can teach all nations, and we can declare the works of the Lord. So Jesus promises a spiritual presence among us, which is necessary for us to do his will. And so now we got to be encouraged because God is always with us. When we think we're feeling alone, when we think that no one's there, when we think we don't have a solution to a problem, we have God's spirit. And the Holy Spirit teaches us the mind of God. It brings all things to our remembrance. And so 
We don't have to worry or fret because God is with us. The Holy Spirit, another in, in the Greek means the paraclete that walks beside us. He walks with us. And the Holy Spirit also keeps us for he's the umpire of our soul. And the Holy Spirit is with us because we it teaches us self-control. Remember when the fruit of the Spirit is self-control. But a man can't control himself. So it's really self under control of the Spirit of God. So that's what the presence of the power and the promise of the Holy Ghost is. That God is with me. God helps me. God's all my decisions. God covers me. He gives me wisdom. He gives me protection. He gives me everything I have and need for the journey. I, we have a promise in God that he never leave us or forsake us because his presence is with us. In John chapter 14, verses 15 through 17, it says this. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, who the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. So he's Christ right here is letting disciples know. You're about to face some tough times. But I'm not going to leave you alone. If you keep my commandments and walk toward the word, I will pray the Father and he will give you a comforter, a presence, a, a keeper, a reminder of who I am. So we're, we're never alone. We're never alone because God is with us. God is covering us. God is present with us. That word com comfort also means a consoler or advocate. So there's someone that's with me in my trouble. He consoles me. And then when I'm in trouble, he's my advocate. That's the promise of the Holy Spirit. So I don't have to worry or be afraid. I don't have to lack trust. I don't have to be disjointed when life comes at me because I have a promise and that's the Holy Spirit. And so that is the image of God on the outside and the power of God on the inside. And I can go forth and do everything based on God's promise. Now, anyone that has ever, you know, sometimes there's a thing when, when you're purchasing houses or property called earnest money. And you put down the earnest money, and that is a promise that I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy this property. I'm gonna buy this house. Almost like Layaway, when back in the day we would go to Roses and Nickels and places like that. You have ten dollars in your pocket, and you go down to the bike alley and you say, "I want to buy this bike." And you give them ten dollars, and you put the bike on Layaway as a promise to come back. But many of those things that we promised to be on Layaway are still there, and we lost that money. But it's the promise. And so that's what the Holy Spirit is. It's that promise. It's that railway. It's the earnest money down upon our souls that God is saying, I will redeem you. One day I'm going to take you home. One day I'm going to have your final redemption with me forever and ever. But while you're here, you have my presence. While you're here, you have everything you need for the journey. So that's very good news for us, y'all. 
that we have the promise of the Holy Spirit with us, that we're never alone despite what the enemy tries to tell us and minister to our flesh. God has promised that he poured the Spirit upon us. He's promised that he never leave us or forsake us. He promised to be with us until the end of the world. So hold your head up. Have joy. Be confident that whatever you're facing, God is going to bring you through because he's promised and you've been sealed by the Holy Ghost. And so you're in living and moving and have your being in Christ and been sealed inside of Christ. You're encapsulated inside the Lord. You live and move and have your being in him. You're seated with him in the heavenly places. And that Holy Spirit is the seal and reminder of who you now are and where you now reside. So you have a promise for your journey. Take heart, hold your head up, keep believing, take courage because you have the promise of God dwelling inside of you and you will make it through because God is promising. God is not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, he should do it. If he spoke it, he shall make it good in your life. If God has promised you something and you know it's from his word, you can believe it. You can bank on it because God keeps all of his promises. I want to thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast today. I pray there's something I said that has encouraged you to keep believing, to keep trusting in the promises of God. Please enjoy your day. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.